welcome to the Live, Love, Lash podcast. Here we delve into the amazing world of lashing, beauty, and all the things that come along with it. My name is Nikki and I'm your host, the owner of Adelaide Lashes, an educator, supplier, and eyelash technician. Learn from the mistakes I've made, triumphs I've achieved, and join me as I unveil the secrets to a booming business. Whether you're a beginner or a professional in the field, this podcast is your go-to source for all things lash extensions and business. So sit back, relax, and let's begin. Hello guys, and welcome back to the channel. Today's episode is called How to Lose a Client in 10 Days. Now, not really. I just wanted to play on words because I love the movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And people always talk about how to gain clients, but I want to talk about how to retain clients, how to make your clients want to come back and not find somewhere else. All the time on Instagram or on other podcasts, I see tips and tricks of people how to gain clients, but a lot of the time you want to be able to retain the clients that you have. So anyone that comes in the door, you want to make sure 100% that they are not leaving. They are never, ever going to leave you. So today's episode is going to be how to lose a client in 10 days. So the tips and tricks on how to lose a client to make sure that you don't do these things, to make sure all of your clients that you do have walking your doors stay with you and never, ever, ever leave you. Realistically, in this economy obviously we aren't going to always keep 100% of the clients that we have all of the expenses that everyone is having in their day-to-day lives you can't just expect everyone to have lash extensions all of the time or any other beauty treatments all of the time people are going to come and go but the majority of the time if you want to keep a client if a client is wanting extensions forever they never want to leave or stop getting extensions you want to make sure that they're coming to you over anyone else this episode is going to be a little bit of tips and tricks on how to keep those clients how to retain them so the first one probably the most important is your application it's simple but true if you have a shitty application it means you have shitty retention your clients are not going to want to stay with you if they're getting crap retention now the way that you're going to overcome this is practice applying your fans now if you're a beginner this is something you're going to struggle with a lot um, but if you're someone that has been lashing for a long time and you still struggle with retention i highly recommend getting some mentoring done because as a beginner yes you're going to struggle with retention usually if you have bad application and that's just something that comes with time and practice But someone who's been lashing a long time shouldn't really have trouble with this. So if you do, it's time to get some mentoring. It's time to get some help. See where you're going wrong and really perfect your application. So that's the first thing. You want to have extreme good retention because at the end of the day, if your client's lashes aren't lasting and they did their last lash technician, they know that it's not them it's you. So that is the first thing that's going to stop them from coming back is having crap retention. Now, the second thing is your prices. Now, I guarantee when I said your prices, you thought by saying that, you may have thought I was going to say you're putting them too high. Wrong. If you're putting your prices too low, you are going to be attracting the wrong clientele. So people who don't have the money for a good set of lashes aren't going to have the money to keep getting them done. I love the saying, if they choose you for your cheap prices, they will leave you for someone else's cheap prices. So essentially having your prices too low will actually make your clients not want to come back. And obviously there are some clients that will, you know, want to come back for your cheap prices, but you need to have that happy medium where you're not attracting the wrong clientele. You're not attracting the people who are going to cancel on you last minute because they don't have the money and they thought they did a week ago when they booked the appointment. So you need to find that happy medium. I will do another episode on setting your prices if this is something you struggle with, or we can do some one-on-one mentoring just to make sure that your prices are in the right space. And you can do this by a variety of ways, 
but I will talk about that in another episode or you can contact me and we can figure it out together because cheap prices don't always mean that you're going to attract a clientele base that's going to stay with you for a long time. It actually can mean the opposite. Now, the third thing I have here is your style of lashing. Now, this means if you're not willing to change or learn new trends. So obviously, if you learned lashes a few years ago and you only learned pre-made volumes or you only learned classic lashes and that's just the style you're doing and you're not learning these new trends, so you're not learning colored lashes, you're not learning wet sets, you're not learning spikes or handmade fans or things like that, you're only sticking to that one niche. It is completely fine if you want to do that but it also means that you're not attracting more clientele or you're not willing to change for that one client if they say I want to actually try this I want to try a wet set I want to try some wispies I want to try some colored lashes or I want to try something that you're not really experienced in and you say no or you can't do that that's a one sure way to get them to go to someone else if you're not willing to give them that you're not willing to learn or change or learn new trends that is one way that you're going to be able to lose a client the next thing I have here is not building a connection this is a big one so your clients are the epitome of your business I say this all the time you need to love them learn from them remember things about them when they come back you need to ask them about the things that you spoke about last appointment if you're sitting there and just talking about yourself the entire time and you're not building a connection with this person or you're not even having a conversation they're not going to build that connection with you i think my first four years of lashing i went on maternity leave after my four years and a lot of my clients didn't go anywhere else or they did and they came back to me because we're good friends, not just, you know, at my appointment, but I made good friends with them outside as well. And I'm not saying you need to catch up with your clients outside of work. I'm not saying that at all. I never did that, but it's something to really take into consideration that you should become friends with them and really, really care for them like they would be your friend. Make an effort with them and just building that really great friendship connection that makes them feel really loved, really happy really secure and then they will not want to go anywhere or if they do if you have some time off or they go you go on holiday and they need a, a lash tech somewhere else they're gonna think oh this girl is just not my lash tech it's just not her there's no one that could replace her so they're gonna want to come back to you during that time anyway so building a connection with your clients is one of the most important things that you can do to retain your clients now not giving them value in their lash sets is another one so you want to show them how to look after their lashes include a lash bath in your prices give them value in what they are getting for that price so I don't mean giving them a present every time they get there. I mean, give them value in the appointment that you're giving. So don't just do their lashes and let them leave. Give them aftercare instructions. Give them a little aftercare card. You can make up little discount cards that could mean that every 10th appointment they get $10 off or they get one free or they get a free lash refill on their birthday, a lash cleanser on their birthday or something that's going to make them say, I'm getting value out of this appointment, not just the lash extensions. So think of something that's going to make you different. What can you give that other lash techs can't give in regards to value? Now, another pet hate of mine and I see it all the time is canceling and rescheduling your clients appointments all the time. This is something I see and I hear from in the industry is that people are leaving their lash tech for someone else because they kept canceling or rescheduling their appointment. Now I'm going to give you some tips on how to help this. Obviously things come up from time to time and I completely get that. I have kids, I understand and sickness is something that cannot be helped but do not cancel your clients and lie about it because something better came up. Lying ain't it. You will be caught. And what kind of trust does that give to your client? None. 
That's right, literally none. If you lie about canceling your appointment saying, oh, I'm so sick, I can't do it, and then they see on Instagram or somewhere else that you're out walking the dog or you're out with some friends or you're going to a party, they're going to lose trust for you so fast. Don't book your clients in too far in advance. I used to open my book six months in advance and although it works, you know, 80, 90% of the time, something would come up in that other 10% kids sports days would be announced i'd be invited to a wedding or a birthday party or something like that and i would hate canceling or rescheduling my clients because i know so so well that this is one thing that will make my clients run for the hills and find somewhere else because clients need structure when they book in they expect to be coming at that time and i also have that expectation of my clients that they are going to come to that appointment you can't set the expectations of your clients that they're going to be there and if they're not there they have to pay they have to pay a cancellation fee You can't expect that from them and then you be cancelling and rescheduling on them all the time. And like I said before, things come up. I completely get that. But you need to make sure that when you are available, you're going to be available. And if something else comes up, your friends message you, we're going to go to the beach today. Too bad. Too bad. You've got work. And if you do this a lot of the time, that is the biggest way you are going to lose clients extremely fast. Now, another big one I have here. I feel like all of these ones are big. I keep saying, oh, no, this is a really big one. The next one here is gossiping and talking bad about other people. And this is just a given, but some people just don't get it. Now, many of times I have heard that someone's last check was gossiping about someone else in the industry. Pardon? That is a sure, fast way to get your clients out of the door and running for the hills. You never know who your clients know, especially if they're a new client. And there's a difference between talking shit about the boy who broke her heart and talking shit about the last check in the suburb over. Successful people keep to themselves. I don't care if Becky from the salon down the road posted something that I don't believe in. Fucking good on her. I will unfollow people that don't inspire me. I don't talk shit about them. Women that talk shit about other women or even worse, slam them on the internet. It says a whole lot more about them than anyone else. And your clients are going to think this as well. I've had a couple of clients come to me and say that they left their last lash tech because they were talking about the lash tech in the suburb over in a really disgusting way. They didn't even bring that up. Literally, they went to that appointment and this lash tech just started slamming other lash techs around the area. I think it's actually disgusting behavior, first of all. Second of all, you want to keep it professional. What about that is professional? That is one of the ways you are going to get someone leave you for another lash check because there is people that like gossiping, but the majority of the time, if they don't know the other lash check, they don't really give a flying fuck. Don't gossip. Another one I have here is a comfy lash space. Soft lash beds, investing in a speaker for your music, a candle. The small things go a long way. Your clients want to be comfy. So if you're not providing a comfy, warm space, they're probably going to go find somewhere else. So you know those lash beds, the the easy, portable massage beds that everyone has? They're great. They're cheap. They're easy. I have one of those. But I invested in a memory foam mattress topper to go on top. So my clients always get on my bed, especially new ones that have come from somewhere else. And they say, oh my goodness, this bed is so comfortable. And I love that. I love when they say that. I'm like, I know because I'll lay there between my clients. It is so, so comfortable. You know, they're laying there for two hours. They want to be comfortable. If they've got a sore back when they get up from that appointment, they're not going to want to come back every two weeks. Hell no, I wouldn't. I definitely would not. So ensuring you have a comfy space, that includes a lash bed. Like I said before, investing in a speaker for your music. You don't want to be playing music off of your phone. Um, Having a candle, having some nice scents in there. You don't have to have a candle. You can have some essential oils burning. You could have a blanket for them. You could just make your space really, really comfortable while they're laying down. 
if you like that really mellow music put some mellow music in the background make it a really really comfortable vibe for them now the last one i have here is experience and education so if they're going into your lash appointment and they're not being told how to look after their lashes or they come to you and they say, oh, I've had this happen to my lash and you have no idea what is going on or why that's happened. It shows kind of that you're really not well educated in the subject. Now you want to be known as a very experienced high level lash tech or beauty technician. You don't want to be standing there going, oh yeah, actually I don't know the answer to that. And if you don't know the answer to something, educate yourself, get some one-on-one mentoring, go do a refresher course, educate yourself on the topics that you're not really sure about. Majority of the time you should have been taught things in your course. So go back to your notes, go back to your manuals, go back to your course stuff and have a look if it's written in there. If not, your lash educator should be giving you lifetime support. If you don't know a topic that your client has brought up, message your lash educator ask about it. You want to be known as a high level person in this field. So when your clients come to you, you want to be educating them because at the end of the day, they don't know much about lash extension. They don't know really how to look after their lash extensions or they don't know the science behind the adhesive and everything like that. So you want to be the one that they go to and answer the question, making sure you're handing out aftercare cards to your clients. That's another big one because when a client walks into your door, You just have to assume they don't know how to look after their lashes. I could say to my client, do you know how to look after these? They'll probably say, yeah, because they don't want to be embarrassed. Or their last lash tech said to brush them and that's it. And that's what they think. That's how they think you have to look after your lash extensions. So it's really important to go through all of the steps with every single client because you may say something that their last lash tech didn't and they're going to say, oh, I didn't know that. And you're going to be seen to them as higher, a higher experienced and well-educated lash tech versus someone they went to before. They're going to see you as better in their eyes if you know more. Another really small one here is, like I said before, I said give them value, but I want to make sure you're spending the time on their appointments. If you're coming in, doing their lashes, and then you have someone else waiting, you know, you've only spent 20 minutes, there's someone else waiting, You, they feel like they're being rushed, they're going to leave. They're not going to want to come back. I hate more than anything is going to an appointment and feeling like I'm just a number, feeling like I'm rushed out of the door. That is a sure way to get your clients to not come back. If they're feeling like they're being rushed or feeling like they're not, they've not had enough time with you, especially if their lashes aren't completely full, you want to allow more time to make sure that their lashes are perfect. So if you're finding that your appointments are too short, you need to extend them a little bit more. And this is where price comes in. So if you're, they're paying a lot more for their lashes than they did their last lash technician, but you're giving them more time, more value, making sure their lashes are exactly what they want before they leave, then they will stay with you because they see the value in that. Thanks for listening to the Live Love Lash podcast. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share and tag us on Instagram at Live Love Lash podcast or at Adelaide Lashes. See the details in the show notes on how to contact us if you have any questions.